Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. I love this sermon. I enjoyed it so much when I study and when I read again and again, meditate on the Word of God. We would like to talk again about divine protection, and we want to keep the word of God into our heart and believe it and walk in it. We're going to practice what we learn. Amen. I will read a lot of scriptures and explain each scripture. That is my style of teaching and preaching. I don't want to go on my own idea and the worldly idea of from my culture. I just want to stick with the word of God. The word of God is the best, the standard of our life. Let us pray, Father. We thank you, Lord, for allowing us to really study your word, understand your word, receive your wisdom and insight. You will give us the utterance, Lord. Help us to put faith into your word and really walk by faith and in obedience, Lord. We believe we're going to experience your goodness, your greatness, and your mercy all the days of our life, Lord, until we grow old and finish the race. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. In the past two Sundays, we were talking about the book of Psalm, chapter 91, and Psalm 91, verses 14 to 16. I read one more time. Because he has set his love, he means a believer, set his love upon me. Do you love Jesus? If you love Jesus, you will obey him. You will do what he says. The best way to show love to Jesus is not just thinking, I love you, Lord. No. The best way is obedience. Obey his voice and obey his word. Therefore, I will deliver him. He promises that he will deliver us. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. When you need help, you are in the bad situation, you say, Jesus, help me. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. In the past sessions, two sessions, we learned that in order to receive God's protection, we need to do our part. And our part is, number one, believe that our God is a protector. And we confess it with our mouth that you are my protector. Number three, you need to avoid the issue of fear. You need to resist fear. Don't walk in fear. Number four, you need to heed or listen to the warnings of God. Don't be rebellious. If God warned you something, you obey as soon as possible. And not only that, we learn that we need to stay in the secret place of the Most High to love God. We stay in a good local church, receive spiritual protection and canopy over our life. Don't be shopping Christian, go to many, many churches. You need to stay and commit to a family in the body so that you can receive God's protection. We learned last Sunday about two men. One is Jacob, two men. One is Jacob, and another one is Paul. Paul said in the Bible that the Lord stood with me, and he strengthened me. He delivered me out of the mouth of a lion. You can see that God protected Paul. Not only that, he said, the Lord will deliver me from every evil work and preserve me for his kingdom. So Paul really said that God protect him until he's old and finish his course. And he lived his life for the purpose of God. That is to be an apostle and to preach the gospel to the Gentiles. So if we want to be protected by God, we need to really live our life for the purpose of God. Each and every one of us have a specific purpose that God has for you. His purpose for you is not mine. 
We all have different callings. We need to know the purpose of God in our life. And God spoke to Jacob, a man who has to leave his father's household. He said to Jacob, Behold, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go. For I will never leave you until I have done what I have spoken to you. You can see that the same thing. Jacob, you're going to serve me. You're going to multiply and fill the earth. And I will be with you. I will never desert you. I will keep you everywhere you go until my purpose and my promise in your life will be fulfilled. This is the God we worship and serve. He is a faithful God. In this time, we're going to learn more about God give us long life and satisfaction. There was a man in the Bible. His name is Job. Job, as you know, he was a billionaire. He has so many money and property. He has seven sons and he had also three daughters. But one day, the devil asked God for permission to attack him. But God said, don't kill him. You can attack him. It's okay. So the devil attacked Job. Job lost all the business. He lost all 10 children. And not only that, he got sick. Very bad sickness. Job was in a perilous or dangerous situation. He was in a rough course of life at that time. And it looks like he will not make it. He had a perfect condition to die and to quit and to say bye-bye. He was in bad situation. And even his wife said to him, why don't you curse God and die? It's so bad right now. Why don't you curse God and die? He had a great opportunity to quit. But Job chapter 5 verse 26, the Bible says, You shall come to the grave at a full age. Everyone say full age. As a sheaf of grain ripens in its season. Can we look at a picture of the sheaf of grain? The sheaf of grain will not be harvested until they ripen fully first. What God tried to say is this. When you walk with God in faith and fulfill his purpose and calling, God going to let you go through your life from one stage to another stage to another stage until you ripen, until you are ready to be harvested out of this world. So we go through the life, we go through all the ways of life, such as being a baby, being a kid, a youth, a teenager, young adult, middle-aged adult, old adult, and until one day, we finish and we go to live with the Lord. Amen? So let's read together what happened to Job here. Job chapter 2, verses 7 to 9. So Satan left the Lord's presence and he struck Job with terrible boys from head to foot. Job scraped his skin with a piece of broken pottery as he sat among the ashes. His wife said to him, are you still trying to maintain your integrity? Actually, the Bible called Job a blameless man and a man who is upright. He was a blameless man and upright, but he still got attacked by Satan. Curse God and die. Job was attacked by serious sickness. I believe a lot of sicknesses come from the devil. He tried to kill us. Job has terrible, painful boy from his head down to the bottom of his sole, of his feet. He has to scrape his skin with the broken pottery because it's so painful. He could not sleep. He could not eat. He looked pale. He wasted away. He was dying. He looked like a dead man. But when Job prayed for his friend, the Lord turned his captivity. This go along with what I just shared about the book of Genesis a while ago. Live your life to bless others. Live your life for the kingdom. Don't think about yourself too much. When Job repented and said, 
I'm not going to be mad at God. I'm not going to be mad at my friend anymore. I will bless you, friend. Live your life of giving, not for yourself. Look at Job 42, verse 10. When he turned around, when he blessed his friend, brother and sister, bless one another. Okay, live a life blessing one another. And the Lord turned the captivity of Job and restored his fortunes. When he prayed for his friends, everyone say, when I pray for others, when I bless others, also the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. Verse 12, now the Lord blessed the latter days of Job more than his beginning, for he had 14,000 sheep. Before he got attacked by the devil, he has only 7,000 sheep. 6,000 camels before he got attacked, he has only 3,000 camels. 1,000 yoke of oxen before he has only 500 yoke of oxen. And 1,000 female donkeys. He got double of everything. Therefore, I want to encourage you. If you got into a rough situation, when you get into the terrible situation, remember this, you have God with you. And that is not the end of your story. People may say to you, <laughs> your life is over. You're going to die. You will not make it. You will never see victory. You're going to be defeated fool all the time. You rise up and say, no, 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 no. The Jehovah is with me. Jesus is with me. I'm not going to die. I will live. I will have victory and breakthroughs in my life. He will keep me until old age with satisfaction and I will finish my race. You need to believe that way. Don't let bad situation make you discouraged and give up. Don't quit. Amen. People may say to you that, wow, you look like a poor old Job. No, Job was not poor. He was rich. He was successful. The latter days of his life, much better than the former day. Job 42, 13 to 17. He had also seven sons and three daughters. So he has seven more sons and three more daughters. Wow, he's very fruitful, huh? Maybe some of you already have a few sons. You can have more. And he called the name of the first Jemima, the name of the second Kasia, and the name of the third Karen Hapush. And in all the land, there was no woman so fair, so beautiful as the daughters of Job. And their father gave them inheritance among their brothers. So Job, I practice like Job. I gave inheritance to my children before I die. After this, Job, after this, after this, Job lived 140 years and saw his sons and his sons' sons, even to four generations. So Job died, an old man, full of days. Is that the God we serve that he gave Job 140 more years? Double of everything, blessing. God is no respecter of people. If you have faith, you don't quit, you serve God, God can extend your life. You will not die of COVID. You will not die too young or too soon. Amen? After Job's rough path of life, he lived 140 more years. He saw his sons and sons' sons even to the four generations. Finally, Job died at old age, full of days. Everyone say, full of days. That is for me. Wow, very, I couldn't hear. Do you believe it? Everyone say, that is for me. Full of days. Satan could have thought that he really got successful in destroying and killing Job. The same thing, he may think that he can destroy you, but you say, no, 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 no. You cannot destroy me. I have the God of breakthroughs. Even his wife say, curse God and die and give up. 
His friends say the same thing. Job, give up, die. You will not make it. The devil think that he had victory already, but at the end of Job's life, he lived another 140 years. He had double, twice as much he had before. That is the God we worship. Amen. Amen. So, what we learn from Job here? Number one, don't quit. Be a fighter. We fight the good fight of faith. Two, never curse God, never blame God. Three, repent quickly if God warned you something. He repented when God told him, "You stop quarreling with your friend. Bless them, pray for them." So in the same way, we should repent quickly and also live our life to be the blessing to people around us, and that gonna save our life. And we will see the miracle and the breakthrough from the Lord. And we're gonna live to old age. We're gonna live not old age in the rocking chair, watching the clock, waiting for the day to die. No, we're gonna live to the old age and continue to live super abundant life. We will flourish and fly high like eagle. At hundred years old, we still. Walk with strength. We will not be weak and old. Pastor, where is in the Bible? Let me read this. You know, sometimes when you think you get older, you're gonna weak, be weak, and you're gonna be sick. But Psalm 71 verse 16 say, "I will go in the strength of the Lord. I will make mention of your righteousness and yours of yours only. I will go." Everyone say, "I will go on." Go on, years after years, with the strength of the Lord, who give you the strength. The Lord give you strength. Everyone, point up to heaven. God give me strength. I will go with the strength. Amen. Deuteronomy three thirty one verse seven. Then Moses called Joshua and said to him, in the sight of all Israel, be strong, and of good. Courage, for you must go with these people to the land of which the Lord has sworn to their fathers to give them. Everyone say, "I must go. I must run the race to the finish line with the strength of the Lord. God strengthen me." You remember Paul say in the book of Second Timothy, he said that God strengthen me. God stand with me. He delivered me out of the mouth of a lion. You remember we read last Sunday. He said the same thing. God strengthened me. God will never leave us. God will keep us until He finished what He promised to do with our life. Amen. Look at Ephesians chapter six, verse ten. Finally, my brethren, be strong in yourself. Be strong in the Lord. And in the power of His might, everyone say, "I am strong in the Lord." God keep me strength. Everyone say, "I will go, go on, go on with the strength of God." Psalm chapter seventy-one. I continue to read seventeen and eighteen. Oh God, you have taught me from my youth. So youth group. Keep studying the Bible. Going to care group, learn the Bible. Let God teach you. And to this day, I declare your wondrous works. Now also, when I am old and gray-headed, O oh God, do not forsake me until I declare your strength to this generation, your power to everyone who is to come. I want to emphasize this. This must be your lifestyle. What kind of lifestyle? The lifestyle that you experience the goodness, the protective power of God, the delivering power of God all the days of your life. You experience the power, the goodness of God, and then you can share. You can witness. To the people in the same generation, 
God saved me from car accident that day. God saved me from that COVID attack that year. God really saved me from that calamity. God saved me. God delivered me out of it. God warned me, and I obey His warnings. And you share that. The Bible say, "I declare your strength to this generation." You declare the powerful protection of God to your generation now. That's why we keep. Oh, by the way, Pastor Dan and I uh, decided we're gonna do a lot of video recording of short testimony of our members. If you have good testimony, let me and the church know. We're gonna record today. We're gonna record two person to proclaim and declare to the world. God save me. God is good to me. Amen. And we live in the internet so that what the younger generation can hear the same thing. They will hear that God is so good to us in this generation in the 21st century. If Jesus has not come back yet by year 2030, people can still hear the testimony to the next generation to come that God keep me, God protect me. Is that what the Bible say? I read one more time. Until I declare your strength to this generation and your power to everyone who is to come, the psalmist say, "I live to until my hair look gray, and I can declare the protection of the Lord." Amen. Do you believe this scripture? Yes. You look so excited. If I am a member, when my pastor preach like this, well, yeah, me for me for me. <laughs> Should we change the culture here? Yes. I preach so hard, and everyone really. <laughs> Can you bring some southern culture here? <laughs> That couple. <laughs> you came from Houston, or? Yes, bring the culture here a little bit more excitement. Okay, <laughs> Psalm 92, verse 10. But my horn, you have exalted like a wild ox. I have been anointed with fresh oil. Our Christian life, we have the Holy Spirit, fresh oil. That's why I love to lay hand on Sunday, so that you will not live on the old oil. You want the fresh oil. And the fresh oil, the Holy Spirit, when I was worshiping up here a while ago, fill me, Lord, with fresh oil. Fill me. I need the anointing so that I can be strong, so that I can live a long life. I need your refreshing power, quickening power, life and grace and goodness from the Holy Spirit. Christians should be hungry for the fresh anointing. So that we can live a long life, amen. Verse 11 to 12. Now we're going to come to that point. My eye also has seen my desire on my enemies. My ears hear my desire on the wicked, who rise up against me. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Are you the righteous? Who is the righteous? Oh, I like that. I like that loud voice there. <laughs> you are the righteous. Yes. Okay, you're righteous because you believe in Jesus. You repent of your sin. The righteousness of God come on you. It's not your own righteousness. You obey God. You live for God. The righteous shall flourish, not look old, but flourish like a palm tree. You know how long palm tree live? Palm tree live for 70 to 100 years. Cedar, a cedar in Lebanon, cedar tree live 200 to 500 years. So the Bible compare us to palm tree and cedar, which mean long life. Everyone say long life. We can live a long life. We can make it pass all the arrow of the enemy. All the pestilence that walk at nighttime, and all the lions and cobra, because God deliver us, keep us, and protect us all the days of our life. Now, verse 13 and 14: Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. This is why it's so important 
to be led by the Holy Spirit to find a good church and plant yourself in a good local church. It doesn't have to be this church, but you need to find a good church. The good church, what it means. Number one, pastor live a holy life. Leadership, really fear God. The word of God is preached. The Holy Spirit has freedom to move. The church that want to do the great commission, the church is full of love and sincerity and faith. The victorious church. It doesn't have to be this church. You, God, if God leads you to other church, that's fine with me. But I want to do that in this church. We're going to preach the word. We're going to allow the Holy Spirit to move. We're going to do the great commission. We're going to be sincere. We're going to live a holy life. We're not going to goof around sinning against God. Amen. We plant ourselves in the house of the Lord. Now I'm going to emphasize verse 14. They shall still bear fruit in old age. Everyone say bear fruit. Everyone say old age. They shall be fresh and flourishing. Fresh and flourishing. The Bible says that even though we are old, we're still fruitful. We still save souls, make disciples. We can still travel. We're still healthy, look very strong and very fruitful in life. We are not an old person that looks so weak and dying and so sick. Let me read from Amplified Bible. Growing in grace, verse 14. They shall bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be full of zap. Everyone say full of zap. Spiritual vitality. Vitality. A lot of energy. And rich in the verdure, which means green color, of trust, love, and contentment. Look at New Living Translation. Even in OH, they, it was one say, they is me too. Point to yourself, I, I. me too, will produce fruit. Everyone say, produce fruit. They will remain vital and green. Everyone say vital. Everyone say green. In NIV. They will still bear fruit in OH. They will stay fresh and green. Everyone say fresh. Everyone say green. In God's word translation, even when they are old, they still bear fruit. They are always healthy. Everyone say healthy. And fresh. Let us absorb this truth into our heart, into our spirit. Let us believe in this promise of God that even though our hair look gray and white, you still healthy, fresh, strong, full of zap, full of energy, full of life, you look green which means you look so good. Amen. You are fruitful. You bear fruit at old age. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Do you believe what the Bible says? I don't know about you. I'm going to take this to myself and take this to my wife and my children. Amen. In Psalm 92, verse 15 in Amplified Bible, they are living memorials to show that, again, a while ago, in the book of Psalm 71, say that we want to declare your strength to this generation and your power to everyone who is to come. We want to witness. We want to tell people, God, protect me. God is so powerful. I'm going to share with you. I'm going to tell my kids and grandkids and grandchildren, tell the young generation who comes to this church that God is so good. But now Psalm 92 verse 15 say the same thing. To show that the Lord is upright and faithful to his promises. He is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in him. Our life is going to be a testimony that our God is righteous and faithful. He's going to keep us until the last day of our life, until we live old age, full days of life. Isaiah, again, I say I'm going to read a lot of scripture to show you. It's all in the Bible, this truth. Isaiah 46 verse 3. Listen to me, O house of Jacob, and all the remnant of the house of Israel, 
and the believers in this generation, because we are children of Abraham, who have been upheld by me from birth, who have been carried from the womb. I want to add until you finish your race. Everyone say, God, God. carries me, upholds me, until the last day of my life. Verse 4, even to your old age. So verse 3 say, when you are in your mother's womb, God carry you, upheld you. He took care of you while you are in the womb, while you're coming out from the womb to be a baby. He takes care of you. But now verse 4, even to your old age, I am he who is your protector. Who is your life giver? God. And even to hair white with age. So don't feel bad if your hair look white. Your hair white with age. Some of you don't have hair, white hair. Because you are bald. Will I carry you? <laughs> Nothing wrong about that. Okay. <laughs> I have made... I have made you. And listen carefully. I will bear. Everyone say, God will bear me. Hold you up. Yes, I will carry. I will. And will save you. Three will. I will bear. I will carry. And I will save you. How many people believe that God is with you and you are carrying the palms of the Almighty? He carried you everywhere. In other words, he's going to deliver us again and again. Save us again and again. Protect us again and again. Until our hair look white, until we get old to 100 years, 110, 120. Maybe God gives some of us 140 years more after this today. 140 more years. And when we get old, we can say, I'm that one that God keep his promise. I have gone through life. God has carried me, saved me, protected me. I run my race. I joined a good church. I am under God's protection. And I walk the walk of faith. I fulfill my calling. Oh, God, now I'm old. We agree now that I'm going to go to heaven. The last day, the last breath in my heart, in my nose now, I'm going to go with you because I finished my race now. Amen? Amen. Isaiah 46 verses 3 to 4 again, I will read from New Living Translation. Listen to me, descendants of Jacob, all you who remain in Israel. I have care for you since you were born. Yes, I carry you before you were born. I will be your God throughout your lifetime. Everyone say, throughout my lifetime. Until your hair is white with age. Until you grow old. I made you. And I will care for you. I will carry you along and save you. Is this a promise of God? Is it for us? Let me read from NIV. I love to read different versions. Kind of give us different feelings. Listen to me, O house of Jacob, all you who remain of the house of Israel. In other words, stick with God, stay in a good church, the house, plant yourself in the house of the Lord. You whom I have upheld since you were conceived and have carried since your birth, even to your old age and gray hairs, I am he I am he who will sustain you. Everyone say, God sustain me. I have made you and I will carry you. Everyone say, God carries me. I will sustain you and I will rescue you. Wow. All this scripture from Paul, from Jacob, from Isaiah, from the psalmist talk about God is with us. God will Keep us wherever we go. God, stand with us. 
He strengthened us. He delivered us from the mouth of the lions. He also preserved us and take care of us for his gospel. He is with us. What did Jesus say before he went up to heaven? Matthew 28, verse 20. And teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Everyone say, God is with me. All the time. Keep me. Protects me. Delivers me. Sustain me. Retain me. Save me. Heal me. To the very end of the age. Is that God's promise? Do you believe that? Psalm 91 verses 15 to 16 say the same thing. I read one more time. He shall call upon me and I will answer him and I will be with him in trouble. God will be with you, not only the good time during the uh, Disneyland trip or Hawaii trip. He will be with you everywhere in trouble too. I will deliver him and honor him with long life. I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. He's going to save us years after years, all through the years, all through the tears, and all the attacks until we get old with gray hair. He healed us. He saved us. He protected us. We just keep running our race. We keep doing the purpose of God, living for the kingdom, being a blessing to the nation, living your life to build a church, giving to the kingdom of God. You obey God. You don't blame God. You don't quit. You just keep running. And eventually, you get to the finish line. There is a story in the Bible. This story is a good type of our life. A man named Paul. He went through a real, actual voyage. He went through the actual voyage and also actual storm. Our life are like a journey. We're going through a journey. And in the journey, we will encounter some storm of life. Maybe financial problem, maybe marriage problem, maybe attack of the enemy. Some sickness come on you. Something happened, like Job. And look at what happened in Acts chapter 27, I'm almost done, verses 9 to 10. Now, when much time had been spent, and sailing was now dangerous because the fast was already over. Paul advised them. So God warned Paul, don't go. Stay in that area. Don't leave to Rome. Paul advised them, saying, men, I perceive that this voyage will end with disaster and much loss, not only of the cargo and ship, but also our lives. God warned Paul, don't leave, stay here. And he warned the sailors and the owner of the ship and all the Roman soldiers, don't leave, please stay here until everything cooled down. At that time, they did not see the storm yet. But unfortunately, they did not listen to Paul. They took off. Look at verse 11. But the officer in charge of the prisoners listened more to the ship's captain and the owner than to Paul. They left the harbor. It looked very, everything looked good at the beginning, no problem. The sail was smooth, but suddenly a storm came. And the storm kept getting worse and worse and worse until it turned into a full blown hurricane in the middle of the ocean. Acts chapter 27, verses 18 to 19. The next day, as scale force winds continued to batter the ship, the crew began throwing the cargo overboard. The following day, they even took some of the ship's gear or equipment and threw it overboard. The storm was so bad that they have to throw away the equipment that can take them to the destiny. They want to save their lives, so they throw the cargo, they throw all the equipment. Verse 20, 
the terrible storm raged for many days, blotting out the sun and the stars, until at last all hope was gone. Put yourself in that situation. You are in the middle of ocean. You throw everything out, but the storm kept getting worse. The wave keep hitting your face. You have no food to eat, no water to drink. Wow! It looked like we're gonna die. All hope was gone. They think they will not make it. They would die. But thank God, they were with the anointed man, who has the mission to do, and his mission was not done yet. God will not let him die. God can preserve him, save him. This is why it's so important to be in a good church with a good pastor who has a mission from God. And as long as that mission is not over, you're going to stay with the pastor and keep doing the mission together until you finish the race. You need to have a pastor who has a mission, a vision to do something for God. Amen. Don't be by yourself. Join into that ship, that church. Acts chapter 27, 21 to 24. No one has eaten for a long time. Finally, Paul called the crew together and said, Men, you should have listened to me in the first place and not left Crete. You would have avoided all this damage and lost. But take courage. Did Paul say, um, just be fearful, give up? What did he say? No fear. Take courage. None of you will lose your life even though the chip will go down. For last night, an angel of the God to whom I belong and to whom I serve stood beside me. And he said, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid here is not a greeting word. Hi. How are you doing? Ni hao. Good morning. No. It's not a greeting word. It's not come earn, not a greeting word. It's the command. Don't be afraid, Paul, for you will surely stand trial before Caesar. What's more, God in his goodness has granted safety to everyone sailing with you. Because Paul has a mission to do. Paul is a man of vision. And the Lord told him that one day he would stand before kings. Acts chapter 9, verses 15 to 16. God talked to Ananias. But the Lord said to Ananias, Go for he, he means Paul, is a chosen vessel of mine to bear my name before Gentiles, kings, and children of Israel. For I will show him how many things he must suffer for my name's sake. So at that time when Paul was in the ship, he had not talked to the king yet. But God said, you need to talk before the king, the gospel. So his mission is not over. The Lord would not let him die. The Lord performed miracle, saved him. And by the goodness of God, he did not only save Paul. He saved all the sailors, all the people in the ship. Everyone saved. Can we show that picture? Oh, your picture is there. Everyone saved from that shipwreck because of God's mercy and God's purpose for Paul's life. Amen? Amen. My dear brothers and sisters, at that time, everyone looked pale. They all lost hope. But our God is a God of deliverance. Our God is a God who protects us and saves us from the storm of life, from the wind of life. He is the miracle and working God and the breakthrough God. Amen? So, from today on, pray and find out what God calls you to do. Maybe God called you to be a cook in this church. Keep feeding people. Maybe you are the encourager. Visiting people, encourage people, pray for people. Maybe God called you to be a prayer warrior. Keep praying. Your mission is not done yet. I believe my mission is not done yet. Pastor Dan and I are going to live for a long time. No storm can kill us because 
God has mission for me to do. Does God have mission for you? Find that mission. Find the vision. Support the great commission and the gospel of the Lord. Amen. And don't be afraid of any storm in your life. I like the NLT. The Bible says in Acts chapter 27, verse 24. And he, the angel, said, Don't be afraid, Paul, for you will surely stand trial before Caesar. What's more, God in his goodness has granted safety to everyone sailing with you. Verse 25 in New King James. Therefore, take heart. Men, for I believe, God, that it will be just as it was told me. Believe. Everyone say, no fear. fear. Everyone say, purpose of God. God. Live for the kingdom. kingdom. Everyone say, as God told me, me. he keep his promise. I will finish my race. He will keep me. Preserve me. Protect me. All the days of my life. Until I really get old. But I'm still flourishing. I'm still fruitful. At old age. I'm still strong. I still keep going. With strength. Amen. Do you believe what the Bible says? Hallelujah. Wow, it's fun to learn about God's protection. God's going to keep you and protect you until you finish your race. Amen? Live your life for the kingdom. Seek the kingdom of God first. I remember many years ago, before I finished my training at University of Washington, I could not find a job in Seattle area. I went through training for almost eight years. Before I finished, at that time, the church maybe has 50 members. And I talked to Pastor Da. I could not find a job here as a neurosurgeon. What should we do? There is a job in Florida. Should we move to Florida and leave this church and say, bye-bye, you find a new pastor? Pastor Da and I pray and we believe we must seek the kingdom of God first. We must stick to the church. We should not leave the flock. I decided to stay. And without work, without salary, because we don't take salary from the church, we're going to trust God. You know, after we make that decision, one week. Next week, I got a phone call during dinner time. A doctor called me. Is this Dr. Lau? I said, yes. Actually, he called me my nickname. This is Dr. Mum. Mom is my nickname. Yes, this is Dr. Mom. I have a job opening in Bellevue. You like to take it? Ah, uh-huh. Sure. Bellevue. And he interviewed me and offered me a job. After I made decision not to leave to Florida. Because I want to stay for the kingdom of God. I seek the kingdom of God first. Not money, not possession, not success. The kingdom of God comes first in my life. And you will be under protection. That is the way every Christian should live. The kingdom of God comes first. Find your purpose, your calling, and live for the purpose of God. And God can say from heaven, oh, it's not done yet. He cannot die. Until you finish the race. Find your calling. I believe this teaching is very serious. It's very important key. Please take this teaching seriously and do it. So that you will not die too soon. So that the enemy cannot kill you. You're going to live a long life. With blessing. Being fruitful. Being fresh and green. Full of zap. Amen. You will be like cedar tree. You will be like the palm tree. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, I love this teaching. I'm glad you are here today. Hallelujah.
I hope you can see the fourth generation. Pastor Da say that one day we're going to be involved in the marriage of Josiah and Nora. And one day we may be in the marriage of their kids. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> Josiah and Nora are our grandchildren. Yes. Father, we thank you, Lord, for teaching us your word. So many scriptures in the Bible. All over the places, Lord, in the scripture, in the New Testament and Old Testament, Lord. Thank you so much, Lord, to show us that you stand with us. You are no respecter of people. And you strengthen us. You deliver us out of the mouth of the lion, Lord. And you also, Lord, deliver us out of all evil things. Preserve us for the kingdom. You also, Father, are with us. You, Lord, keep us from all evil things around us. You save us. You never desert us. You never leave us until your calling for our life is finished, Lord. Until your purpose for our life is done, Lord. Lord, I believe and declare everyone in this house and those who are on the live stream right now, they will live a long life to the old age and they're still fruitful, full of zap, full of life, full of, Lord, good things in their life, full of wisdom, full of anointing and they shall be the blessing to the nations, Lord. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. How many people are going to put this teaching into practice? I'm not just teaching you the theory. I live my life this way. Since I was a new believer, I live this way. I want to encourage you to live what the Bible says here. And you shall see the result, the outcome. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I forget to say one thing. For people on live stream, I keep forgetting. We start a new YouTube channel called Varun Lahaprasit. My name, full name in English. Eventually, we're going to move the live stream in the morning to this YouTube. So when we move in six to eight weeks, you will not see live stream from New Hope International Church YouTube anymore because we separate language into different YouTube channels. So please subscribe to Varun Lahaprasit, then the live stream will pop up and you can hear the new sermon from there. Now, all the new sermon in this church in English will not go into New Hope International Church uh, YouTube anymore. We'll go to the new one. You go to YouTube, type in my name, Varun Lahaprasit. I will show up. You go in there and subscribe. And the new sermon will be there. And there are many sermons. Yesterday, I have a big party with Vietnamese members. And God spoke to me something. Listen carefully. God spoke to me about 18, 20 years ago. Because I'm Thai. I have a burden for Thailand which is a Buddhist country. Millions of Thai people were going to hell because they worship idols. And they were so attacked again and again by demons. And God sent me to Thailand to spread the fire of God and cast demons out from the church, from people. So God used me in one sense to help to bring revival to Thailand. But one day God spoke to me, Son, Millions of people are going to come to know me in Thailand. But if they come to me and they don't have food, they will not be strong. Therefore, from today on, God spoke to me while the fire of God touched me in Florida. I was speaking in tongue and God anointed my tongue. The fire of God was on my tongue at that time, that minute. I know God anointed me to preach. After that day, my preaching is totally different. The anointing was on my tongue. And he said this, in order to prepare for the end time revival, the church needs to produce food for the new believers to come in and eat food right away. If you don't prepare food, they come in, they backslide. They come in, they get weak, they get that attacked by the devil. 
That's why all these years I keep producing a lot of teachings, lots of teaching. You may not even know how hard I work, so that new believers who come into the kingdom will receive good food, and they will be strong, and they can serve the Lord, and they will not be snatched away by the devil by lies and deception of this world. You know, the end time, one of the keys of the devil scheme is deception. Deception is a weapon of the end time of this world. Right? That's why we need to teach the truth, so the people will not be deceived by the devil. Amen. You understand my heart now. Why I keep producing a lot of lesson. If you don't need it, I cannot force you, but I want to do it for the whole world. I want to help people to receive the food, the good spiritual food. Definitely, there are many good preacher in the body of Christ. Not only me. But there's so many of them. But I do my part. Basically, I'm going to do my part. Amen. Everyone say, "I am saved." Jesus is my Lord. He is with me all the times. He carries me. He upholds me. Protects me. He gave me life, fresh oil, anointing. He warns me. He put the power over me. The shield of grace, the shield of favor. I will live a long life, and I will finish my race. Thank you, Lord. You keep your promises. You are the faithful God. I will do my part. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you, Lord. Should we sing a song together? Yes. Hallelujah. Let's stand up and sing to the Lord. Give thanks to Him. Bless the Lord, my Savior. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Oh my soul. Worship His holy name. Sing like never before. Oh my soul, I worship Your holy name. The sun comes up. It's a new day, dawn. It's time to sing your song again. Whatever may pass and whatever lies before me, let me be singing when the
when my strength is failing, your end draws near, and my time has come. Still my soul will sing your praise unending. Ten thousand years and then forevermore. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. your holy name. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul. Worship His holy name. Sing like never before, oh my soul. I worship your holy name. Your holy name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, as a shepherd of this flock, I pray to you, Lord, you will reveal your purpose, your vision, the plan for each and everyone's life here, Lord. Whether they're old or young. Some of them may start like Moses at the older age. Some of them start young like Jeremiah. Lord, but they're all going to live a long life. But help them, Lord, to discover their calling. What, why you create them to be in this generation for the kingdom of God. And they shall run the race to the end. Help all the parents in this room, Lord, to raise their kids that will love the Lord and have relationship with the Lord. Give wisdom and anointing and grace to all the parents in this room. Lord, speak to young people, old people in this house. Show them, Lord, why they are living here on earth. And they can, Lord, joyfully serve you. And while they're serving you, you shall provide all of their needs according to your glory in riches through Christ Jesus, Lord. They will not lack anything. You shall pour your grace upon them to have more than enough to overflow that they can do all the good works for you, Lord. We thank you, Father. I commit them to your hand. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty.